All right, this morning we're going to be in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter number 28. We're going to read one verse in Proverbs chapter number 28. Proverbs chapter number 28, verse number 26. Proverbs chapter 28, verse number 26. Notice the Bible reads in Proverbs chapter 28 and verse number 26, He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. The title of the message this morning is terrible advice. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the time we could be in your house today. We ask that you bless in the services. Lord, help us to be committed and sold out to following you and your word. We thank you for being able to sing these precious hymns about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his birth here on this earth and how he condescended to come and uh, assume the form of a servant and to subject himself to all the ungodly and wicked treatment that he received and Lord surrendered his life and literally gave himself uh, in his life and, and suffered death and the awful uh, plight of crucifixion on our behalf that our sins might be forgiven. We thank you for that. We ask you today Lord to help us to live a life that's pleasing in your sight and that means that we have to Resist terrible advice and follow the advice of your word and the commandments of your word. Lord, help us to see clearly today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Terrible advice. Here's a quote. Listen to advice, but follow your heart. Now you'll chuckle when I tell you who said that. Conway Twitty. He of the famous uh, Conway Twitty and the Twitty Birds. He was the original Twitter uh, guy, okay? Uh, you know, we might chuckle at that. But I want to tell you, and I'm not exaggerating, I could give you 50 quotes just like that from people ranging from Martina McBride to Rihanna to uh, Giselle Bunchen to you name it. And if you doubt what I'm saying, then just do a Google search for quotes on following your own heart. Just follow your heart. That has become an axiom that is universally accepted as truth, and it is freely given as advice. Just follow your own heart. I want to tell you this morning, that is terrible advice. Now our text verse is not terrible advice. I hope when I read the verse and gave you the title of the message that you didn't jump to the conclusion that Proverbs 28 verse 26 was terrible advice. Obviously it is not. It is sage, wise counsel. Proverbs 28 verse 26 is. Of course, Solomon is the writer of Proverbs, and if anyone should know about following your own heart, it's Solomon. As the king of Israel, and uh, purported to be the wisest man on earth, Solomon was a man that tried following his own heart. In fact, you go to book, look at the book of Ecclesiastes and read the book of Ecclesiastes, and we're not going to look in Ecclesiastes this morning, but i just give you a reference in Ecclesiastes chapter number 2, in verses 1 and 2, Solomon says he followed his own heart, and he sought mirth or happiness or joy by following his own heart and how did that turn out for him 
vanity of vanities, all is vanity, was the conclusion that Solomon reached. Yes, I'm here to tell you this morning, just follow your heart is terrible advice. Untold numbers of lives, of families, of businesses have been ruined by people that have followed this terrible advice just follow your heart. I'm here to tell you this morning, and you can cop an attitude and disagree with me all you want, but I'm here to tell you that the Bible is true. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. This is terrible advice to tell somebody to follow their own heart. We should reject this advice. And this morning we're going to investigate why we should reject this advice. There are three reasons that trusting your own heart is terrible advice. The first reason, because it is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. <coughs> the second reason it's terrible advice is that it is a misrepresentation of the equation for happiness. And the third reason is that it is a misperception of the proper emphasis for humankind. Now I'm going to get into what each of these mean as we investigate each of these lessons this morning, or each of these reasons this morning. And I trust that you're not here having either given the advice to trust your own heart or followed the advice to trust your own heart. Because again, I'm not meaning to be offensive, but he that, he, verse number 26, he that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Trust your own heart. It's terrible advice. Why? Well, the first reason is this. It is terrible advice. Because it is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. <coughs> Excuse me. Very simply put, to follow your own heart is to follow something of which you know not. You don't know your own heart. And I'm going to prove that to you from Scripture. To follow your own heart and to give the advice to just follow your own heart is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. We begin by first of all looking at the heart defined. What are we talking about when we talk about just follow your heart? What is Solomon writing about in verse 26 when he says that he that trusts his own heart is a fool? Well, obviously, I trust that you know and understand we're not talking about the physical organ that, that beats and pumps the blood in your body. We're not talking about the physical organ. The word heart in the Hebrew is labeb. In the Greek, it is cardia or cardiva. And it occurs over 1,000 times in the Bible. It is the most frequently used anthropological term. In other words, it's the most frequently used term to describe the makeup of man. The word heart is. The heart in Scripture is literally the center of our hidden emotional, intellectual, and moral activity. It is the seat of our affections and our passions. It is described as love, joy, grief, enmity, courage, pleasure, and so forth and so on. <coughs> so that's what we're referring to 
when we talk about the heart. We're defining the heart. I want you to notice the heart as the seat of emotions. And I'm going to give you some verses this morning. You won't be able to turn. I've got them already uh, uh, printed out, so you won't be able to turn in time, but just jot them down and listen to these verses. The heart is the seat of emotions. The heart is described as displaying the emotion of love. In Matthew chapter 22, verse number 37, the Bible reads, Jesus said unto him, this is that lawyer that came to Jesus, uh, questioning him about how to get to heaven. Uh, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy what? Thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And then we have the emotion of joy being described with the heart. In Proverbs 15 and verse number 15, where the Bible reads, All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. And so, the heart includes the seat of emotions. The heart includes the seat of our intellect or our thought process by which we can receive understanding and make decisions. In uh, Matthew chapter number 9 and verse number 4, the Bible talks about the heart uh, displaying our thoughts. In Matthew chapter number 9 and verse number 4, the Bible reads, And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? See, the heart is descriptive of not only the seed of emotions, but of our intellect. <coughs> the heart is described in Scripture as being instrumental in man's planning and decision-making process. In Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 9, the Bible reads, A man's heart deviseth his way. That means he plans out things, but the Lord directeth his steps. And then we find that the heart, as we're talking about defining the heart, because uh, uh, telling somebody to trust their own heart is terrible advice, because it is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. We're defining what the heart is. The heart is the seat of emotions of our intellect and our moral activity. In fact, the heart is described as our conscience. In Romans chapter 2 and verse number 15, uh, here Paul writing to the church at Rome, he writes, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts, the meanwhile, accusing or else excusing one another. And so we want to begin by defining the heart. It's not the physical muscle in your body that pumps your blood. It is the seat of your intellectual, your emotional, and your moral activity. So having defined the heart, we want to give you evidence that to tell somebody to follow their own heart is terrible advice because it is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. Now having defined the heart, we want to talk about the defilement of the heart. The heart is defiled. You're literally saying to someone, I want you to trust that which is defiled. Now, we're getting into some deep doctrinal positions here, and we don't need to delve very deep into those doctrinal positions, but I would submit to you that the doctrines of grace hinge on this thought and this idea uh, that our heart is defiled. It is the epitome of the doctrine of the depravity of man. The heart is defiled. And I want you to think about how the heart is defiled, first of all, in how it presents itself. In how it presents itself. Now here, uh, I'm going to ask you to turn over to the book of Jeremiah. It's a very well-known passage of Scripture. 
I'm going to ask you to turn over to the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 17. And I'm going to ask you, we're going to read a verse in Jeremiah chapter 17, and I'm going to ask you to hold your place or put a marker in Jeremiah 17, because we're going to be coming back to Jeremiah 17 a number of times throughout the message. But I want you to know here, we're talking about how that the heart is defiled, and it is defiled in how it presents itself. Now watch Jeremiah chapter 17 in verse number 9. You know this verse if you studied Scripture as it relates to the doctrines of grace and the depravity of man. Notice Jeremiah 17 and verse number 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Do you understand that when you either give the advice to just follow your heart or you follow the advice to just follow your heart, do you really understand what you're doing? You are placing your trust in that which is deceitful above everything else and desperately wicked, and you can't know your own heart's depravity. That is what Jeremiah is wanting to get across. It is what the Lord is wanting to get across. Now, the word deceitful. (coughs) The heart is deceitful above all things. The word deceitful there, the Hebrew word literally comes from the Hebrew root word that means supplanting or tripping up insidiously by the heel. And can you think of what Bible character received his name from the Hebrew root word for deceitful? Jacob the supplanter. In fact, Jacob, Jacob's name was so bad that he had to be renamed by the Lord. And so we're talking about the heart being deceitful. The word deceitful in the Hebrew literally means fraudulent, sly, or insidious. It is deceitful. And it is not only deceitful, it is deceitful above all things. When I think of deceitful, I think of politicians. And I think of these people that run for office, you know, like your rhino Mitch McConnell, who portrays himself to be one thing, and he's nothing more than a Chuck Schumer in a toned-down version so that he can be acceptable by everybody. Politicians are deceitful. Now let me ask you this. I want you to think about the most important decision you have to make in your life. Would you call call Chuck Schumer and get his advice? Would you call Mitch McConnell and get his advice? Would you call Joe Biden and get his advice? Folks, the heart is deceitful above all things. It is deceitful. It is fraudulent. It is sly. It is insidious. It is incapable of seeing things as they are. It is full of guile. It is full of of deceit. Now I want to ask you this. Is that really what you want to trust? Is that really what what you want to make your life's most important decisions based upon is following that which is deceitful above all things. Oh man, I don't know what to do. Let me tell you, just follow your heart. Your heart is deceitful above all things. It cannot be trusted. Brandon Bays, who by the way is a female, she wrote the best-selling book in 1994 called The Journey, sort of a self-help guru's guide. And, And this woman herself, I I feel badly for her. She suffered through many things in her own life, cancer and so forth and so on. But she writes this. 
Your own heart never lies. Ask what is the right action for this moment. Do you you not understand that the philosophy of the world is diametrically opposed to God's Word? God says, He that trusts in his own heart is a fool. The world says, Your own heart never lies. You know, if Brother Doug Meadows was here this morning, I love Brother Meadows. What a wonderful man. Great preacher. If Brother Doug Meadows was here this morning, he would tell you, and I've used this illustration before, he would tell you about a time in his own life when he found his heart to lie to him. And, I, and I've told you this before, i never forget it, one of the greatest illustrations I've ever heard. Brother Doug Meadows, a young college guy, uh, going, you know, going to school, trying to follow the Lord's will, and uh, he needed a car. And lo and behold, his next door neighbor had a car for sale. And Brother Meadows said he prayed about it, and his heart told him that he needed to go over and tell, knock on the door and tell his neighbor that God told him that his neighbor was supposed to give him that car. And that's what he did. He went over and he knocked on the door and he said, You know, I've been praying about this, and God told me you're supposed to give me that car. And what do you think happened to Brother Doug? Well, it wasn't very long until the door was slammed in his face. His heart lied to him. You, you, you say, you mean to say, preacher, that your heart can lie to you? Absolutely your heart lies to you. How many, I mentioned it before, how many families have been damaged where, you know, the guy or the woman says, you know, I don't really like this relationship. My heart's telling me to go shack up with this person. And they follow their heart. And it wreaks untold damage and devastation, not only in their own lives, but in the lives of others. I'm going to tell you this morning. You follow the advice to trust your own heart and follow your own heart, you're a fool. And there is devastation awaiting. Why do we not follow the advice to follow our own heart? It's terrible advice. It is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. The heart is defiled in how it presents itself. It is deceitful above all else. And the heart is defiled in what it produces. Notice back in Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse number 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Desperately wicked means incurable, sick, woefully wicked. Do you know that not only does your heart lie to you, but your heart is desperately wicked? It is incurably sick with sin. Your heart will trick you into thinking that what you want to do is right, even when it is diametrically opposed to the word and will of God. It is terrible advice to tell somebody to just follow their heart. The heart is desperately wicked. Notice it is defiled in how it presents itself, but also what it produces. Look at Mark chapter number 7. Turn with me to Mark chapter number 7 this morning. And again, we'll allow the words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, that wouldn't be good. I picked this up. I was going to take a drink. And uh, that's not... I I, I need to be clean inside, but not by uh, hand sanitizer. Mark chapter number 7. Mark chapter number 7. Notice here, verses 21 through 23. In Mark 7, verse number 21, from, this is the Lord speaking, for from within, watch, out of the heart of men 
proceed. What the Lord is about to describe is what the heart produces. From out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Your heart is defiled. You Guys, you go to work and you, 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 you work with this young lady and she shows you all the attention in the world and you say, man, you know, my heart's telling me I'm married to the wrong woman. Well, your heart's lying to you. I'm going to tell you something this morning. When you took the oath and you said, till death do us part, absence adultery, absence abuse, absence abdication or desertion of one of the parties, for life means for life. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't reasons for divorce, but just because your heart tells you that you need to follow your heart, that ain't it, buddy. And you're going to be in trouble with God if you follow somebody who tells you to just follow your heart. It is terrible advice. It is wicked advice. It is contrary to the Word of God. You know what your heart produces? Exactly what Jesus said in Mark chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. Back when the Lord destroyed the earth by the flood. And He made a covenant with man that He would never do it again. We find these words in Genesis chapter number 8 and verse 21. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. Now listen to this. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. Now you got a choice to make this morning. Whose advice are you going to follow? Well, I don't like that old, you know, preacher. You know, he's crusty and crotchety, and he's... He's, he's, you know, he's, he's pushing 60 and he's out of touch with, with the way we operate today. Well, just read Proverbs 28, verse 26. You can follow Proverbs 28, 26. Follow the Lord. He that trusts in his own heart's a fool. Or you can follow the world. How about this? You, now look, most of you are old enough here to remember this person. When I say this name, your, your eye, you, you'll get a smile on your face, I trust, and you'll perk up the Fonz. The Fonz. Arthur Fonzarelli, man. When I was a kid, everybody wanted to be like the Fonz. You know, you just snap your fingers and, you know, remember how the Fonz could go over to a vending machine and he'd, he'd do this and just tap it and, you know, the vending machine would put all the stuff out there. Man, the Fonz was cool. Henry Winkler played the Fonz. Let me tell you what Henry, Henry Winkler's philosophy on life is. Okay, here's a quote. Your mind knows only some things. Your inner voice, your instinct, your heart knows everything. If you listen to what you know instinctively, it will always lead you down the right path. Just follow your heart. Your heart will never fail you. Listen to the font. Man, this is the fonts, okay? Yeah, all you need is a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and a black leather jacket and some grease in your hair. Man, you, you're like the fonts. Fonts can't be wrong. Yeah, the Fonz is wrong. Your heart doesn't know everything. And when you give the advice for someone to follow their heart, you're given terrible advice. And when you follow that advice, oh, just follow your heart, you are following terrible advice. Why? Why is it terrible advice? 
because it is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart and what the heart is. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And that verse closes in verse number 9 of Jeremiah 17. Who can know it? You don't know your own heart. You don't know the depths of depravity of your own heart. You say, oh, I would never do that. Yeah, there's a lot of people in prison today that said, I would never do that, and they did exactly that. Your heart is defiled. The heart, which is the seed of your emotions and your intellect and, and your moral activity and your will, it is defiled. You cannot trust it. It is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. That's why it is terrible advice to say, follow your own heart. There's a second reason it's terrible advice. Because it is a misrepresentation of the equation for happiness. We want to be happy on earth, do we not? I preached the message a few months ago entitled, uh, True Happiness. Well, advice to follow your heart incorrectly assumes that the path to happiness is following your own heart. And I'm here to tell you this morning, it's not. It is not because to trust in your own heart is really to trust yourself. Is that really not what we're saying? Just trust yourself. And when you trust yourself, it is a recipe for disaster. Are we not really saying when we tell somebody, just follow your own heart? Are we not saying to trust in their own wisdom and counsels? Their own strengths and sufficiency? Their own merits and righteousness? <coughs> the fact that, after all, you couldn't be wrong, it's you. We encourage people when we give that kind of advice to have a high opinion of their own abilities. Neglecting the advice of others or neglecting the counsel of the Word of God. That's really what we're doing when we say, follow your own heart. It is to be as the Pharisee. In the parable that the Lord Jesus Christ used in the book of Luke in chapter number 18. You remember the Pharisee who... You know, he gave his alms and in front of everybody and he went in in public and, you know, wanted everybody to hear his prayers and how oratorically excellent he was and, you know, how he was just all of that as opposed to the publican who wouldn't even look up to heaven and smote his breast because he knew the defilement of his own heart and said, Lord, uh, have mercy upon me, a sinner. I can't even look up to you. Well, how, what did the Pharisee think about himself? The Pharisees described them. Luke chapter 18 and verse number 9 where the Bible says about Jesus, And He spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and they despised others. You know why they could trust their own heart and follow their own heart? Because they were smarter than everyone else. They were more righteous than everyone else. Let me ask you this. How does trusting your own heart work out? Have you ever trusted your own heart in a decision? How did it work out for you? Let's go back to Jeremiah. I told you to hold your place in Jeremiah chapter number 17. Now I want to go back to Jeremiah chapter number 17. And I want you, I want you to look with me at verses 5 and 6. We read verse number 9 already. I told you we'd be reading other verses in Jeremiah. I want you to notice now, Jeremiah chapter number 17 verses 5 and 6. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man. You get that? Not blessed or happy. Cursed is the man that trusteth in man. I submit to you that he's talking about trusting in our own selves. Trusting in our own heart. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. 
for he shall be like the heath in the desert. Now the heath is a plant that bears no fruit whatsoever and withers up and dies. He shall be like the heath in the desert and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inherit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited. Do you see how that works out? You see how it works out when you follow your own heart? When you trust in the arm of flesh and in the heart of man, this is what happens. It is a recipe for disaster. Turn with me now to the book of Psalms. Go back to the book of Psalms and again keep your place in in, in the uh, the book of uh, Jeremiah chapter 17. We'll be coming back there one more time. But I want you to notice Psalms 52 verses 1 through 7. In Psalm 52 verses 1 through 7, we're going to read all these verses. Psalm 52, uh, this is a psalm of David. Notice Psalm 52 verses 1 through 7. Why boastest thou thyself in mischief, O mighty man? The goodness of God endureth continually. The tongue deviseth mischiefs like a sharp razor, working deceitfully. Thou lovest evil more than good, and lying rather than to speak righteousness, say law. Thou lovest all devouring words, O thou deceitful tongue. God shall likewise destroy thee forever. He shall take thee away, and pluck thee out of thy dwelling place, and root thee out of the land of the living, say law. The upright, the, or excuse me, the righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him. Now watch. Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his own wickedness or his wickedness. This is the person who literally says, you know what, I don't need anyone else. I don't need God. I will trust in my own heart and I will follow my own heart. Brother Spurgeon commented on the idiocy and the foolishness of such a person. Spurgeon wrote this, <coughs> Behold the man, the great vainglorious man. He found a fortress, but not in God. He gloried in his might, but not in the Almighty. Where is he now? How has it fared with him in the hour of his need? Behold his ruin and be instructed. That is the fate of those that discard the counsel of the word of God. He that trusteth his own heart's a fool. They, they, they discard the counsel of the word of God. And they trust their own heart and follow their own heart to their own peril. No, we're talking about this second reason that it is terrible advice to follow your own heart. It is a misrepresentation of the equation for happiness because secondly, the key to happiness is the opposite of this terrible advice. It is to trust the Lord and not your own heart. That's the key to happiness. I preached the whole message on that. Go back and listen to it. Now here I want to go back to Jeremiah chapter number 17. And this will be the last time we're in Jeremiah 17 this morning. But notice Jeremiah 17 verses 7 and 8 now. We've read verses 5 and 6. We read verse 9. Notice Jeremiah 17 verses 7 and 8. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. The word blessed means happy and blissful. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Not trusting and following your own heart, but trusting in the Lord. Verse 8, For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters. Do you know the, do you note the contrast between the heath in the desert in verse 6 and the tree planted by the waters in verse number 8, the one that follows the Lord, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful 
in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. The, the, the connotation is obvious. That the one that trusts in the Lord is going to be blessed. Happy. Going to, going to experience happiness in this life. It is contrary to the counsel of man that says, just trust and follow your own heart. No, whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. What does our text verse say in Proverbs 28 verse 26? He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. What is it to walk wisely? It is to trust in the Lord. How about this? I'm going to give you some verses. Again, you won't be able to follow these, so just jot them down if you want to look at them in your own time. Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, you know these verses well. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. You know what Psalm is saying? Don't follow your own heart. Trust in the Lord. Don't, don't follow your own heart. In verse 6, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Psalm 40 and verse number 4. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust, and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Psalm 84 verse 12. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. And again, the word blessed or blessed means happy or blissful. Psalm 118 verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. And so, when you tell somebody to follow their own heart, that is terrible advice. Why? Because it is a misrepresentation of the equation for happiness. You think that you're going to find happiness by following your own heart, and it is just the opposite. Follow the Lord. Trust the Lord. Seek the Word of God. Seek the counsel of godly men and women who can help you in your Christian walk. The Word of God is given to us that we might obtain this happiness of the Lord and find our trust in Him. Turn with me to Proverbs chapter 22. In Proverbs chapter 22, notice, begin reading in verse number 17. In Proverbs 22, verse 17, Bow down thine ear and hear the words of the wise and apply thine heart unto my knowledge. For it is a pleasant thing if thou keep them within thee, they shall be withal, they shall withal be fitted in thy lips. That thy trust may be in the Lord. I have made known to thee this day, even to thee. Have not I written to thee excellent things and counsels and knowledge that I might make thee know the certainty of the words of truth that thou mightest answer the words of truth to them that send unto thee? Do you see what's being said here? Somebody sends unto you, somebody says, Hey, you know, I don't know what to do. Well, follow your own heart. It's terrible advice. You know what you ought to do? Say, well, I'm going to point you to the Scriptures. This is what the Bible says. And I'm going to pray for you. And you need to consult God and see what God would say to you about this matter. And you need to talk to some other godly men and women that can give you insight and counsel on this. This is contrary to what the world says. The world, like, like Henry Winkler and like Conway Twitty, says, Hey, just follow your heart. Your heart's deceitful and desperately wicked above all things. Who can know it? And so you and I need to make sure that we're not perpetuating this myth and giving terrible advice and that we're not following this terrible advice of following our own heart. Why is it terrible advice? It is a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. It is a misrepresentation of the equation for happiness. And thirdly and finally, it is a misperception of the proper emphasis for human mankind. For humankind, rather. It's a, pro, it's a misperception of the proper emphasis. Literally, what we are doing when we say someone to trust, tell someone to trust their own heart, is we are giving advice that places emphasis on who? them on self well just trust your own heart because you know after all 
you're the most important person in the world. Is that is that sage, wise counsel? It doesn't fly in today's society, you know, where we have to love self. And don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the, the fact that we should have a healthy perspective in the sight of God. That God God has made us, and we belong to God, and God loves us, and sent His Son to die for us. And, and we are important to God. But we are not the most important. Okay? I am not more important than you. And inevitably, when you tell someone to follow their own heart, there is somebody that's probably going to be affected by that decision, and that person who is following their own heart is putting their own self and their own desires above the other person, and it is a misperception of the proper emphasis for mankind. First of all, this advice raises self above all else and all others. Does it not? Just follow your own heart. Just do what your own heart wants to do. Yeah, but but what about the kids? Ah, you know, they'll get over it. Divorce is common today. i got to do what makes me happy. You're a fool. You're an absolute fool. I don't know how else to say it. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. You say, well, I'm miserable. Well, work on it. Get some help. Don't follow your own heart. He that trusts in his own heart is a fool. When you trust your own heart or you tell someone to trust their own heart or follow their own heart is a misperception of the proper emphasis for humankind. It raises self above all else and all others. What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? Well, Paul gave instruction to the church at Philippi in Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Let me read those verses to you. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Verse number 4, Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. That doesn't mean that you covet the things of others and you steal the things of others. It means that you look to the needs of others. How what you do and what you say affects others. And I'm here to tell you that when you follow the advice of following your own heart, you're not thinking about others. You're thinking about your own self. This advice, it's terrible advice. Just follow your own heart. It's terrible advice. It really creates a narcissistic approach to life. And I know a little something about narcissists. I deal with them every day in my job. Power and control. That's the narcissist. Because the narcissist is the most important person in the world. We all exist to meet the needs and serve the narcissist. And when you are making decisions based upon following your own heart and what feels good to you and what feels right, you are creating a situation where you are living life as a narcissist. It's all about you. I say again, and I do not downplay this, how many marriages have been destroyed by this advice? How many lives have been taken? Man, I'll tell you what, watch some of the detective shows. You want to talk about something that will get you killed real quick? Mess with someone else's partner. It will get you killed real quick. How many lives have been destroyed? How many marriages have been destroyed? How many poor innocent kids have, have, have had their lives upended because one parent said, you know, my heart's telling me to go with this person. You know, I've got to follow my own heart. I've got to be happy here on this earth. It's wicked. It's terrible advice. It is a, misrepre- or a misperception of the proper emphasis for humankind. It raises self 
above all else and all others. And secondly, it rejects what is to be our proper emphasis in life. And what's that? The Lord. The Lord. Yeah, I would submit to you. I'm, I'll, I'll just say this as plainly as I can. If you are walking with the Lord, there is no way you're going to be lured away by following your own heart. The Lord isn't going to tell you to follow your own heart. The Lord's going to tell you to follow the Word of God and the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And I firmly believe that somebody that desires to do that, the Lord is not going to allow them to be led astray. The Lord is going to give them wise counsel and is going to keep them from making decisions that wreak havoc and destruction in their lives and in the lives of others. When we're following Jesus, we're not thinking about our own heart because we understand the Bible says, He that trusts his own heart is a fool. And we don't want to be a fool. We want to walk in a way that pleases the Lord. To give the advice and counsel to follow your own heart, it's terrible advice. It is a misperception of the proper emphasis for humankind. It rejects what is to be our proper emphasis, and that's the Lord. Ecclesiastes 12, verse 13, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Do You see, God is first. Is God first in your life? Have you made God first? Because if God is not first, you know what you're in danger of doing? Following your own heart. And you're going to regret it. Sooner or later, you're going to regret it. Our duty is to seek the Lord and to follow the Lord. I'll close with these verses that, that the Lord through Moses gave to the children of Israel, His chosen nation, and their wise counsel for us. In fact, it's our duty. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 6. <coughs> and I want you to note how the Lord ties all this together <coughs> at the end with the heart. With the heart. Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Verse number 6. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart it's a heart matter you trust your own heart you're headed for disaster he that trusts in his own heart's a fool Proverbs 28 26 but when we understand what our proper emphasis is to be Lord Lord what would you have me to do Lord I love you I want to serve you first and foremost whatever you want Lord it doesn't make sense that I would take this job over here paying this amount of money less if I'm going to follow my own heart, I'll take the higher paying job every time. Even i got to move over here where there's no church. But hey, you know, I'm following my heart. It affects every decision we can make in life. It's terrible advice to sell, tell somebody to follow their own heart. It is terrible advice for you to follow your own heart. As we conclude, I want you to keep in mind, again, we've looked at a number of Proverbs this morning, but I want you to keep in mind this Proverb, Proverb 19, verse 27. Cease, my son, to hear the instruction that causeth to err from the words of knowledge. Cease to hear that. You know what that entails? Oh, just follow your own heart. Cease to hear that kind of... It's, it's, it's terrible advice. Oh, just do what makes you happy. It is terrible advice. Follow the Lord and His Word, and He won't lead you astray. There are three reasons that trusting your own heart is terrible advice. It's a misunderstanding of the essence of the heart. It's a misrepresentation of the equation for happiness. It is a misperception of the proper emphasis for humankind. Trust in the Lord. 
in all thy ways with all thine heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. He that trusts in his own heart is a fool. It's terrible advice to give and to heed trusting and following your own heart. Let's pray.